between us girls. <laughs> yeah, just between us girls, Lori. Uh, first of all, you know, it's the big Pride 48 weekend. Man, I have a busy day today. I just have shows back. Book. It's like back-to-back-to-back shows all day today. But um, I want to hear about your experience with Pride 48. Tell me about everything from start to finish. How did it go last night? You did a show. You did your bloody podcast show last night. We did our bloody podcast. We did an episode. We just did a full. We were thinking of doing like a sampler platter of Mm -hmm. like um, a bunch of different uh, crimes and stuff. But I found this one uh, couple, lesbian couple, that murdered uh, about five or supposedly murdered about five um, clients in the nursing home. Mm -hmm. And, And I thought it was so interesting that I was like, let's just do a whole episode on this. So... We ended up just focusing. And that's usually what we do for the podcast is usually do like deep dives and stuff. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was fun. Were, did a lot of people show up in the chat room for you? Were any afterthoughts there? Yeah, there were a lot of people there. Oh, there really? There. Actually, the people who were from the chat room, I felt like from the uh, afterthought were the most engaged. Mm-hmm. It seemed like everybody else was kind of posting gay porn. <laughs> just <laughs> randomly throughout. Yeah. Uh-huh. throughout the, Star was like, my girlfriend Star came on. A little bit and she she was listening and she goes i had to get out of the chat room because just people would just post like random pictures of like a guy with like an eggplant for a penis mm-hmm. like that did you see, i don't know if you saw that one but it's like uh and like she'd be like okay i think i i think i need to stay <laughs> yeah you know that's one of the big things but you know adam burns uh taught us uh this morning on the pre-show for uh throwing down how you can uh, turn that off on uh, Discord. You can go oh, to your really? settings and make it so that any link just appears as a link. So you'd actually have to click on it to look at it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and that's a humble pie on the Pride 48. I'm sorry, on the Afterthought Media Pride 48 channel. Humble Pie's pinned it at the top of the, of the channel. So you can look at it there about how to do that. And for anyone listening, by the way, if you're going to do Pride 48 this weekend... And I'm going to encourage you at the end. Uh, I'm going to give an incentive for why they should. Uh, Laurie, uh, but the, so the what did Maria and then, you know, there was a lot of positive talk in the Afterthought Media Pride 48 channel about your guest co-host. So it was Maria and her boyfriend, you, and then this Maria guy. Maria and her who, husband. Oh, they're married. Maria and yeah. her husband, you, and then who was this other guy? Pete Zayas. He's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually, if if any of you are interested, he does our, he, I think he did the second or f- the first or second episode of, of when we talked about the um, Nexium cult, mm-hmm. that cult that was like supposed to be all pro women and ended up being like a sexual, um, like basically like a, essentially like a cult that like got a bunch of women to like, you know, get have sex with him and do a bunch of degrading stuff to this guy. Yeah. And um <clears throat> so uh Jesus, I don't know what that sound was. It sounded like I coughed and I sneezed at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, so uh yeah, I really like him. In fact, I was the the reason why I picked him mm-hmm. was because I think if you I don't know if you remember, but I had when when Joey Buhek and I had our um uh very enlightening <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. trans conversation. Yeah. Um, I was telling him that he sounds a lot and he reminds me a lot of Pete Zayas. And so that was, that's why we asked him to come it's on. It's funny. A lot of people in the chat room on our end thought it was Boo Hecker on the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we were like, cause I was like, I think it would be funny for people to see how similar they are. But Do yeah, he's really like? funny. 
he doesn't look like him. No, he looks. Um, he does kind of look similar to him. He mm-hmm. looks like a. It looks like Joey Buhecker if he was if he was skinnier and had like plastic surgery. Oh, very interesting. Now, but he's, he's yeah. extremely funny. I haven't yeah. like. I haven't actually. That was the first time I met him, but I've watched his. Uh, he does a lot of like Wait, didn't stuff you on say, his Instagram. Didn't you say he was on an episode of yours about this? this I wasn't kind? on that episode. Oh, it was just him, uh, and it, it's probably sadly, uh, it's probably one of our funnier episodes. What I is the on. funniest episode you have? I think that's probably it. I think that is probably our funny, funny, funniest episode. Mm, that's not what I heard. Um, there's one that like a lot of people have been like, "Can you re-record?" And that's Sonia the Golden Hand. Uh, I don't know. I've been like, hearing the guest lo- on that one was very like uh-huh. complaining and whiny yeah. about the heat. Guys, and uh, I go to record. I don't. I what kind of know what kind of hosts these are. I show up, <laughs> and th- 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 they don't have air conditioning. No, they have. We she has air conditioning, but it's it's not central, so it's like. The fans just go on and it makes a loud sound, so we have to turn off the air conditioning. Okay, first of all, first of all, you can report. you can not completely eliminate it, but you can mitigate those with a with I can't remember if it's a high or low pass filter. But two, then I went well, open a window. She's like, no, we'll hear the car. You, you have like, and especially at that time, you had like five listeners, and I'm like boiling. It's like summer, and I'm cooking in this thing. Ugh, I'll do a show he- outside. Her show, it, it, the her like she literally has. She lives right next to USC. Lori, so she literally has like cars driving by, Lori, playing loud music. Lori, you hear Lori, police sirens Lori, all the time. Lori, how are you defending this when every week your aunts? I don't know if they're having a shouting contest or whatever happening in the backyard. Then there's a dog, and do do I ever complain? I'm like, oh, what's going? On? I, I I make okay. it part of the show. I make it part I, of the show. But the, the, no one's ever said, Joe. There's too much noise in the background at Lori's house. I've never. I, I can't control that. We can control a little bit of how. But what no one's you complained. Your comfort, the guest comfort, is more important than uh, than the, the the fact that people are going to hear a car drive by. I don't know what you think you're doing. You do, all of a sudden, you're you're Marconi. All of a sudden, over at the bloody podcast. Anyway, uh, the guest comfort is 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 very little. I consider it very little to what yeah. I actually. What's funny is. That wasn't even the worst one. Mm-hmm. The worst one is we did an episode. I can't remember what episode it was. I'll have to find it. But if you guys listen to it, the the girl, she's very funny. Mm-hmm. Her name is Virginia Jones. Mm-hmm. She, You can essentially hear her, like, give up, like, 10 minutes in. She just, like, because it's so hot. We have yes. in the back room, and it's so hot. And you just essentially hear her give up, and she just is like, yeah, it's fine, whatever, whatever <laughs> Just, no, as yes. soon as we finished, she just gets up and leaves. Doesn't even say bye. Just got up and left. And Lori, I was like, "Oh, she I walked outside and I was like, spirit. oh my god, air.' I don't know. Anyway, yeah, weird so. ass shit goes on that bloody podcast. They don't. They won't. Well, no, the offers rescinded. There used to be an offer to join Afterthought, and uh, they were like, "No, we're gonna wait for something how better." Times have I brought? No, nope. times have I told you I want to do a podcast and I want it to be? I want to put it on Patreon. I'm just telling you that we it's a more woman centric podcast. Well, no, so the, it doesn't matter. No the offer is rescinded. The offer is rescinded. Well, you can't. Okay, we said no. First off, so mm-hmm. you, the rescinding an offer, we said no. So you know, it's it's really moot at this point. Mm-hmm. Well. Hope you're happy with your eight listeners or whatever you have over at Patreon. We're very happy. Yeah. They're uh, eight incredible people. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's soon to be five. So why? What happened? No, I'm kidding. Oh, um, no. We're, you know, I mean, look, we're not doing um, amazing, but we're slowly every every single week we get more and more listeners. So That's good. I mean, it's not like tens of hundreds or anything like that. Or it's like more like thousands. Three. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd be good if we got a hunt. If we got if we can. And my goal by the end of this year is to get at least like 250 listeners for every podcast. So that's it. Uh, so I had throwing down this morning. Well, well, first of all, Boo Hacker is, everyone should know, this is behind the scenes stuff. Boo Hacker is legitimately angry with me. Like he's been texting Lawson. He's very angry with me. <clears throat> he texted me. He is furious, right? To Why the point, is he angry with you? I'll tell you, to the point where Lawson's not even sure he's going to show up to Shady Pines on Monday. That's how angry but he is. Why? But, like, also, like, how can you tell? Because he always seems angry with you. I know. I know. <laughs> because, okay, so during Shady Pines last week, he told the story off the air about how he was having sex with his boyfriend and they did something wrong and the boyfriend basically broke Joey's dick. Okay. Oh, I heard a little bit about that. Well, yeah, because they mentioned yeah. it on Cock- he said that I don't, He thought, I'm saving it for the show, so I don't want to talk. So the point he makes to us is he told us off the air because he didn't want to talk about it on Shady Pines because he was saving it for Pride 48. Fair. Totally fair. 100% fair. Okay? Yeah. And so, I'm, but he didn't say don't tell anyone. He just said, I'm saving this story for Shady Pines. So I'm talking to Adam Burns. Uh, it was just about Pride 48 shit. And um, uh, just in conversation, it just came up naturally, too. It wasn't like I said, oh, you got to hear this. It just We were talking. And I said, oh, well, you know, Boo Hicker's going to tell that he has a story for uh, Cox and Cream Puss about how Kevin broke his dick. And that's it. We moved on, right? Well, the, the suits, the board of directors for Pride 48 got together right before the opening show. And Boo Hecker says during this private meeting with the board of directors, he goes like, oh, and I have a, a great story for uh, for uh, cocktails and cream puffs today. And Adam starts laughing and says, oh, I know. Joe told me. Doesn't say what the story is. Just says, oh, I know. Joe told me. And according to Taylor, actually, Joey goes, he said, Joe, Taylor said it's like seconds before they're going live on the air for the... Um, opening show like say they're like they're like getting like you know five for you like fuck him potent fuck him that fat fuck i fucking hate him Boo. and it's like <laughs> and all of a sudden it's just like pride 48 weekend is like and, and, and joey like, they have to mute joey you know so i'm you know i'm on my way driving to go record the pit crew and i get a text message during when the opening show is. No, no, I'm actually at the pit. I'm with the pit crew boys by that point. During when from, the opening from show. From Boo Hecker? Yeah, from Boo Hecker saying, fuck you, Batans. You told Adam about my dick story. And I was like, and so in my head, because he texted me that during the opening show, I was like, motherfucking Adam Burns ruined Joey's story on the air. Like, I thought Adam Burns was on the air with Joey. And on the air said, oh, I heard you broke your dick or something like that. And then, like, basically ruined the story. That would be fucked up. 
Yeah. Okay. So I actually sent Adam just like a like a dicky text. I'm like, remind me not to ever tell you a secret again, right? And his and so then later I'm talking to Lawson, and Lawson I go, so what happened? Why? What did did? Because Lawson had heard all the shows. I'm all did um. At, did Adam ruin his story? He's like Adam's like Mike's like he never mentioned on the air at all. And he said, oh. and he said Joey told him that they did. It was in the meeting before Mike. Oh, I don't care. I go. It's like who cares if the suits? It's for the show. Who cares yeah. if the suit? You, he told us, right? Yeah. So, um, so then I told that story in the air, and I guess even me telling that story on there got Boo Hecker even angrier. So now Lawson said he's very, very angry with me. Then we were doing throwing down, and literally the show's about to wrap up. I think we had like under 10 minutes left and adam had mentioned that he go, he goes to chick-fil-a he eats at chick-fil-a okay oh okay and he goes i know i know you guys are probably all mad but you know what sorry if it bugs you but i eat chick-fil-a blah blah blah, blah right and this pride 48 listener named rc martinez came from really hard in the chat was like fuck you you fucking fake ass loser you fucking piece of shit so, and what's funny, so I, I, I'm going to tell you guys some insights here. I'm sitting here doing the show, watching him on video like I'm watching you. And as I'm watching him, I see the blood drain. I'm telling a story about McDonald's. I see him, like, reading the chat room, and I see the blood drain from his... Like, I literally... You know you hear that, that phrase, the blood drain from their face? I literally yeah. see him turn white, right? And I go, what the fuck happened? And it's at that exact moment... That I look to my right side of my screen and producer Luke Stamen has pasted a screenshot of R.C. Martinez's rant against Adam Burns. I realize I put two and two together that Adam has seen that. Oh. So then I go on a, a, a rant, basically cussing out R.C. Martinez for going after my co-host, right? Oh, Okay. What's funny is I defended Adam Burns and I said wonderful things about Pride 48 and was came and I would even say it was for for ripping on somebody was fairly nice to RC Martinez. I said I think he he's a nice guy. I think he's you know maybe cuz he, he's a big pothead. He's openly a pothead. I go maybe you haven't smoked pot in a few weeks and you're in a bad mood. Maybe you know I know you suffer from depression and anxiety. Maybe you're having a bad day, but you don't treat someone like this yada yada yada. And I'm sure I've not gone to the Pride 48 uh, Discord channel, but so the show ends and immediately my phone is blowing up, right? Okay. Uh, Mike Lawson is talking to me. Um, this other listener, well, the podcast is actually on the air. No, the show just ended. West Stone is, is uh, texting me. All these podcasters who know me are texting me. Like, what the fuck? So then I'm texting everybody, and I call Lawson. And while I'm on the phone with Lawson, Taylor calls me. So I answer the phone. I'm like, yeah. He goes, what the fuck happened? And I go, oh, did you hear it? He goes, no, I just, I just woke up. Because, you know, Taylor did an overnight show. And he goes, I just woke up, and I just see... Uh, People saying, like, fuck you to Adam and fuck you. And I go, and I tell him the story, and he's like, okay. But now I know from Taylor there's a lot of fuck yous in the Discord over there to me. Well, I'm like, I was defending Adam, huh? I haven't, I I got out of the Discord. I'm going to go back on so I can read all the fuck yous and laugh. Um, But uh, yeah, so that was the big drama. And then I went to boring uh, David, that blue jeans guy, who then talked to the guy. 
So, uh, let's see here. Okay, so there's that. Um, you know, and then I, do I have... You, uh, yeah. Do you boycott... Oh, sorry. Did you have something else you wanted to... Sorry. No, we can, we can have a conversation. Would... What's going on? I was just saying, do you boycott uh, Chick-fil-A? Do you not go to Chick-fil-A? Oh, uh, I wouldn't say official boycott. It's I don't eat there on my own. Does that make sense? Yeah. But, like, sometimes a group of people want to go and I'll go. Like, I would say I've eaten there in my entire life under <coughs> 10 times. I might, might even be under five. But I have been there. Um, I don't like doing it, but I'm of the position. It's a slippery slope when you go there. And when you go down that road, I'm not going to eat at that restaurant because of this. Which, by the way, I totally... my You know, my brother, the girls are forbidden to eat at Chick-fil-A. My brother totally boycotts Chick-fil-A. But I think it's a slippery slope, uh, and you should do it when you can. It's easy for me because I didn't grow up with Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is a relatively new phenomenon in California. They've only been here for under 10 years. So I didn't grow up with it. But for someone like Taylor and Adam Burns, when it's ingrained in you, it's hard. That's, that's a part of your, uh, your food culture. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I've always been of the position that, look, I have my own personal uh, boycotts that I do. You know, for whatever reason, uh, certain shows I won't watch, certain certain foods I won't eat, or restaurants I won't patronize, or stores. But I don't judge other people for that because it's a slippery slope. Because pretty much every corporation, when you look into their financials and who they support, because if you think about it, a large corporation, not a small one, yeah, but a large corporation like Target or Walmart or McDonald's or you know whoever. When you're in that business, you just have to support everyone, which means yeah. you support Planned Parenthood, but you also support white supremacists and, you know, and it's just problematic. You're going to have problematic uh, issues in every corporation that you see. And, you know, Adam and I were talking about it off the air afterwards, and he was making the point, which I remember that being true because the West Hollywood Chick-fil-A just ran into a problem, is Chick-fil-A is a franchise. So while the founder of chick-fil-a may have these horrible views the franchise owners don't and i remember during the big chick-fil-a boycotts when people were like tagging up chick-fil-a is the owner of the west hollywood chick-fil-a was like guys i support you guys i'm this i totally came out and they put it in the news like i disavow everything that the founder has said i support gays and um yeah what's your position um, I don't go to Chick-fil-A, but it was because I never had. And then I found out yeah. about the Prop 8. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just not going to go. Yeah. I like um, you. Uh-huh. But I've had friends who I've uh, twice on two occasions. I've had friends who I've picked them. Like a, one of a friend of mine, Robin, what, we were at a, a play, we were watching a play. And I had, uh, she she was getting a taxi home and I was like, don't get a taxi. I'll just drive you home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was like, do you mind if I go to Chick-fil-A? I'm just really hungry. And there was okay. a Chick-fil-A like literally right down the street. And I was like, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. And so I drove her to get something from Chick-fil-A and I didn't buy anything, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I was like, <clears throat> this was before like my food poisoning incident with Chipotle. But I was mm-hmm. like, look at the time, I really believe this. I was like, you could tell me mm-hmm. that Chipotle is actively mm-hmm. giving aids to babies in africa yeah and i still would be like but they're burrito bowls yeah. like i still i still would be like you know i mean what can i do from here yeah so just by the little boycotting i was doing i wasn't at all saying that i was like an amazing person mm-hmm. i'm just saying that like 
I had never, I've never um, eaten there. So I was like, I'm just not going to. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, like you said, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like if you start nitpicking people for something they've done or not, or they're doing, they're not boycotting this, then you start have to, then you have to, then you have to examine everything in your life that you've done. You have, yeah. then, you know what, you shouldn't have a cell phone because cell phones have, you know, uh, certain technology and that that's you, people are dying to get yeah. the, you know, the, the product that makes the cell phone. I forget what it's you called. Yeah. The mint, there's like a certain, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have an eye. You definitely shouldn't have an iPhone because they're, when they're manufactured, they literally have suicide nets out of mm-hmm. the front door because the working conditions are so bad that people were leaping out, out of the, out of windows. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't wear any shoes made by any mass production company because they almost definitely have children making those shoes mm-hmm. and most clothes mm-hmm. are the same way you sh- you shouldn't um you know you shouldn't buy from large corporations because large corporations again you know they they facilitate wars they pro- you know they're very um they're very just like company first person last yeah um a lot of small companies is hard because then when you get into small companies you deal with their religion and their politics so mm-hmm. if you're going to go anywhere and buy anything you need to research everything yeah and so it's like if you want to do that it's tiring and look, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's good. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that it shouldn't be that way. But I'm mm-hmm. saying that it's it's exhausting to think yeah. about the amount of energy you have to put into to just buy one thing mm-hmm. that isn't tainted with somebody else's stupid shit. Yeah. No, I mean, the completely the same boat as you. That's why I don't judge. Because, look, I go to Target. A lot of gays go to Target. T- the gays love Target. Target is very problematic. Oh, very problematic. Right? And, by the way, forget even the gay the, the, the organizations they support. Just like what you were saying. There are documentaries about Target and Walmart has amazing cheap prices, right? Yeah. How do they get those cheap prices, right? I mean, you have to think yeah. about that. I mean, you're, you're, what, what you're saving comes off the backs of other people. So, um, yeah, there are very few. And it's few, a cycle. Yeah. I took an economics class where they essentially proved that people, that communities, well, Walmart is essentially the place that they go to. Mm-hmm. It's a cycle where it's like, it's basically you will never get out of your poverty level yeah. because Walmart is has these low prices because mm-hmm. the way they get the low prices is they don't pay taxes mm-hmm. and they don't pay their workers enough. And yeah. so it's just a big vicious cycle. And even if everything was perfect, let's mm-hmm. take Walmart, even yeah. if which I'm, I don't know that much about Walmart, so I'm not going to assume they're perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's say everything about Walmart is perfect. They do not donate to any alt-right Republicans. Mm-hmm. They don't use child labor. They don't do anything bad. Still, they're going into the counties and they're going into cities where there are mom and pop shops and they're taking over and they're running down the value of that city and they're mm-hmm. causing that city to go down. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so still, even with all that, big corporations are not a great, de- are not a great thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you just can't, you can't win for losing. But here's the other thing, too. Forget all of that. Like, for instance, I know from Mike Lawson, Mike Lawson has texted the same thing to me a million times. Mike Lawson's point of view is that R.C. Martinez is correct. And this will probably come up on Catching Up tomorrow. He feels R.C. Martinez is right, but he does not approve of the way that R.C. Martinez uh, went about it. That makes sense? But he he agrees on the principle of R.C. Martinez. But the thing is, is, and maybe I don't know where Lawson falls on this. I'm just very, who are you to judge? Like, again, it's well to me and my point is, 
If we're going to progress as a society, it can't be this finger-pointing and this gotcha, whether it's internally with other liberals or with, even whether it's with conservatives, you know? Well, because it's proven to not work. When you, it's proven that when, if I have a belief and you think that belief is wrong mm-hmm. and you tell me I'm an idiot and I shouldn't believe in that, I won't go, you know, you're right. I'll go, no, fuck you. You're the idiot. I'm right. You're wrong. I yeah. will dig down deeper. I will go deeper into my belief. Yeah. That's been proven. And the fact that these that people still think it's okay to look, there's some people that need to be called out. You know, sexual assault needs to be called out. Racism needs to be called out. But shaming people for things that yeah might might not be great, but aren't like harmful is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Well, even with BLM, I was seeing it right. It was like. First, there was like, um, everybody needs to post a black screen in solidarity for Black Lives Matter. I was like, oh, yeah. all right. And then the next day, I was like, fuck you for posting those black screens. Your social, you know, your social uh, uh, advocacy. And what is it? The, the... That's the main reason why I had to get off of, uh, of social media was because so many people were posting like, you know, you should be if you and the thing that really drives me crazy is when people are post something and they go, hey, you probably won't read this because you don't care. But just so you know, while you were distracted, the government was trying to do this. So pay attention. Yeah. I like I started commenting on these people and being like, you should go fuck yourself. And then I was like, what is What am I accomplishing? Yeah, that's what I what am I accomplishing with that. Like I was getting more and more angry mm-hmm. because these people were being such fucking dickheads. Yeah. And then I was like literally telling my aunt, I go, you know what? I hope this person gets hit by a car. I hope this person gets coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And my aunt was like, you are wishing death on a lot of people. And I was mm-hmm. like, you're right. I need to stop. So. Did you stop? Anyways. I, I mean, now I just keep what I call a rage journal. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm not on social media, but if I see something that pisses me off, I just write about it. So, it's funny that it. you say that I have a journal of justice. <laughs> Let's see. What's your journal of justice? The journal of justice is if it's like, it's usually some of my family, like my brother, my mom, my dad. If they say something like, I never eat meat and I see them eat meat all the time. So I'm like, can you repeat that? And they're like, I do not eat meat. And I'm like, okay, so we're going to say, I, I call it out. I go, at 2.29 p.m., by the way, I'm not even wearing a watch. 2.29 p.m. on Saturday, June 27th, you're saying, in 2020, I will never eat meat again. Yes, I will never eat meat again. Okay. And then when they eat meat, I go, because then my parents will do, my parents who are in the same generation as Trump, they're very Trump-like. They will do, yeah. and I think your parents are too, where they will do something, say they will never do it, do it, and then say that never happened. They will totally yeah. gaslight you. Like, I'm never going to eat meat again. And then I see him eating meat and later I go, hey, I saw you eating meat. No, I didn't. I go, I literally just saw you take a steak, cut it, take the fork, put it in your mouth, eat it, chew, swallow the food, and say, oh, what delicious meat I just ate. And then... I, they go, you know, that never happened. I never, you know, that never happened. You just made that up. And I go, well, my, I think I told you about the time I tape recorded my aunt and I arguing because uh-huh. my aunt always has a very particular thing where she like, let's say she goes like, um, you need, uh, she goes, can you start, can you clean the bathroom sometime mm-hmm. today? And I'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, sure. And then like, you know, it'll be like two 30 and she'll be like, you haven't cleaned the bathroom yet. And so I'll just clean it because you're never going to clean the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. One sec. 
your aunt telling you to clean the bathroom? Oh, shit. <laughs> what? What happened? I was supposed to... Uh, well, first I accidentally called police, the police. <laughs> um, <laughs> hold on one second. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm so sorry, babe. We haven't actually technically started, but we yes, are... Yeah. We are starting right now. We, we're going to be starting sh- soon. But we're doing like a little thing beforehand. So, okay. What's it called? It's called uh, The Farm Report. I try to look it up and it won't give me any results. Here, I'll, I'll, here text her the link. Here, I'll send it to you, Lori, in the Hangouts. Okay. I'll text you the link. Okay. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. I'm supposed to let her know when the... Anyways. Um... So she. Um, what was I going to say? Oh. Oh wait. Why don't I just oh. add her? Why don't I just add her to the crowdcast? Oh, you can. I didn't know. I didn't want her to go on anything that you Patreon has to pay for because I didn't want to like. In the future, in the future, just give me her email and I will put her. When when Aiden and I were flirting back again, he would he would come in on the crowdcast. I can send you an email right now if you want. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So anyway, so let's say she'll say like, so I'll say, Kathy, you told me, you asked me to clean the bathroom sometime today. And mm-hmm. she'll be like, no, I asked you to clean the bathroom now. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay. Mm-hmm. So one time she, uh, she goes, she was like, can you take out this? I have a box in the garage. Could you yeah. take it out to the dumpster at some time? And I was taking out the trash that day. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Yeah, I'll take out. I'll, I'll uh, take the box out. And I even told her, and I recorded myself saying this. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I'll take out the, the box when I take out the trash. And she goes, mm-hmm. okay, great. Mm-hmm. So I take out the trash. Uh, or so, like, I, I'm literally getting up to go take out the, the trash. Mm-hmm. And she, like, walks into the garage, grabs the box. And I go, oh, I was grabbing that. She goes, no, I got it. I asked you to do it <laughs> five hours ago. Yeah. And you didn't even do it. And so then I played her the voice recording. And she goes, well, she goes, that's not, that's not what I meant. I meant for you to do it now. And I was oh, like, no. He a, said, she did a different tactic than Betty Batance. Betty yeah. Batance would have uh, uh, pivoted and been like, you're recording me without my knowledge? Well, see, that's, then, then that's what she did. And oh, she yeah. said, you're recording. But then now she's always saying that when we, whenever we get into uh, arguments, she'll, she'll do, um, sh- she'll be like, I'm going to start recording you because I need to make sure I get down exactly what you yeah. say. I, I told like, my mom, me. yeah, record me. Record yeah. me. I will record my whole fucking day, right? Anyway, yeah. uh, really quickly, for everyone listening right now on either Crowdcast or if you're on Mixler, and I should probably make an announcement about this on Patreon. I'm making a deal with you guys. Remember I told you guys I want you to crowd and, and flood the Discord? I want it to happen for catching up tomorrow, all right? I'm going to make a deal with you. Now, Lori, careful what you say here. You'll see what I mean in a second. I want you to flood the Discord, okay, tomorrow. At so we're gonna catching up's gonna be on at nine a.m. Pacific, twelve p.m. Eastern at Pride48.com. Look, listen if anything, but also join their Discord and just say wonderful things about us and just show how much awesome you got. I have to, Lori, I have to tell you something. I told them this on the on our Discord. The afterthoughts were wonderful today. They were yeah. negative. They were positive. Great. And even I wouldn't even say, you know, because Adam Burns was afraid to go on the Afterthought Discord. And this is true. They're not even super mean in the in the Afterthought Discord. 
No. In fact, Lawson privately told me he's really impressed with it and that it reminds him, it feels like to him, what he and I and Taylor text each other privately while we're watching, while we're we're listening to the shows ourselves, you know, that it has that same feel. Anyway, um, so I'm making you guys a deal. I got to think of the threshold here. Maybe I'll put a also. Code. Yeah, just FYI, I sent her. I sent you her email. Oh, and, you did. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna make a deal with you guys. Uh, oh, okay. Um, if let, let's think of the threshold at some point. Maybe we'll reveal what the threshold is uh, on part two tonight. Okay. If we hit that threshold, now Lori doesn't know that much about this yet. Okay. Um. Okay, it's emailed her. Um, Lori doesn't know that much about this yet. But if anyone listened to the pre-show to the tea, if anyone listened to the pre-show of the tea, you know that we came up with the idea for a secret episode we're going to do in the middle of the night. Okay? I've already talked to Adam Burns. Okay. He's given me the okay. There is a little bit. I'll tell Lori. I'll tell you off the air. There's a little bit of a weird little twist, right? Okay. But it might be okay. But Lori and I are going to do a secret show in the middle of the night on Pride Forty Eight. Not going to tell anybody. It's not going to be a whole hour even. I, I doubt it'll be a whole hour. Do you think it'll be a whole hour? I mean, I don't think we could sustain it for a whole hour. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, we're both we're both improv. Yeah, geniuses. we say that. I went on to do a three minute. <laughs> yeah, I know. I went on to do a three-minute, uh, here's the schedule for Pride 48, and I talked for 25 minutes. Oh, I I was watching the clock earlier in the night, last night, and I swear to God, at one point, it was 8.25, mm-hmm. and I, I was ha- almost halfway done. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end early, because my fear was that we were just going to be, like, shooting the shit for 20 minutes, because mm-hmm. I ended too early. Mm-hmm. And then I blink, and it's 8.50. Yeah. And I'm like... I still have like two pages of outline to get through. I was oh like, God. "Oh shit!" <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think I think the problem is is that we might go yeah, over. But, but because, yeah, but because of that, we, because there's no show show before us or after us, we have no, we could be 15 minutes. But anyway, yeah. if we hit this threshold, okay, I will release this secret episode on Patreon. If we don't hit the threshold, only the one person whoever is listening in the middle of the night. We'll hear this secret episode we're going to do. Okay. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's that's the deal. And, I, and I'll make a Patreon announcement about it and stuff like that. So people know. Catching up tomorrow. Secret threshold. All that. Are you ready to start the show, Lori? Yes. I, w- I want to make one caveat just so yeah. people don't think I just yeah. am writing curse words down in my rage journal. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've been doing is... I write out something that I find that I, frustrates me, mm-hmm. that I find dumb. Mm-hmm. I write it out. I write out all my thoughts. And then I go back mm-hmm. and I read it. And then I write my, essentially like try and take a rational point of view. Yeah. And then that way, um, at least I have two sides and I can write it out. Um, normally, my rational point of view is just like, it's actually okay. Like, it's just mm-hmm. one sentence. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as it seems. Yeah. So I'm working on it. We'll see. All right. Very good. Well, Lori, bring back my girls. (laughs) 